friends, and welcome to the Dirty Blonde Podcast. It's your blonde, Bridget P, and so thrilled to be here, not only because we have a wonderful guest to share some insight with all of us, but it's also a brand new week. It's the holidays are beginning, and if you're like me, you probably can't wait to fill that belly up with all the goodness. So before we get started and before we bring into the conversation our sexy guest that needs no introduction, let me give you as to some insight as to what's happening in the adult industry this season as we are gearing up for award season. Finally, after a couple of years of not being able to be in public and in front of everyone, AVN and XBiz is back and back with full vengeance. We did XRCO a couple of months ago where I got to host with the very beautiful Alexis Fox here in Hollywood, California. However, with this season, we have XBiz in LA and AVN in Las Vegas. All of it is in January. All of the links will be in the episode description. And listen, if you've never been to an expo, if you've never met one of your favorite stars, if you've never really experienced what it's like to be amongst all this energy, I suggest and I recommend it's not as dirty and as seedy as some people might think it is. I don't know why, but it's Uh, AVN is being held in Resort World, which is one of the most beautiful hotels in Vegas at the moment. And we're so excited to have uh, Rhea Sunshine and Abella Danger will be hosting AVN. And I really recommend grab your friends, grab your girlfriend, grab your boyfriend, grab your husband, make it a party. Grab a hotel room, have a sexy weekend. You get dressed up, you get to meet... um, some of the people that you basically see on your internet (laughs) and in your phone and it comes to life and you get to see some of the biggest companies like Brazzers and Jules Jordan all come to life with their stars. It's going to be a really fun time. Again, it's in January and all of the links and info will be in the episode description below. Now, as for myself... I'm going to not only plug myself in here, but if you are in Pittsburgh in December, come and join yours truly as I put on my burlesque weekend at Cheerleaders in Pittsburgh. It's so exciting for me and I love doing it. So make sure and you join the weekend of December 15th if you are in the Pittsburgh area. And with that, I also... uh, One of the most exciting parts of my week was I got to film with the beautiful Phoenix Marie. I'm going to invite her on and we're going to get into it with her for sure. But for today, strap yourself in because we are about to get a little bit of a cougar milf perspective of the industry with one of my queens who does not need any introduction. So wherever you are, stay put, grab a cocktail, and enjoy the show.
introduction is needed as mentioned earlier now one of the things with dirty blonde that we are really involving ourselves with this season is letting you guys not only see the front and back no pun intended of what a porn star is but it's also letting you know the realness of it it's not all glamorous and sometimes it's not all beautiful but not in this case because in this case we have not only your neighborhood cougar even though she's way too young for that term but we're going to talk about how cougar word is given to us by the time we're like 19 but she is one of the most most baddest bitches of the industry no i don't i don't think there is even a word to describe how her presence can be because you have to feel it for yourself so without any further ado miss rochelle ryan <laughs> oh my goodness that was quite the intro you had me blushing well this is one of the things that a lot of our fans are always asking is how come it is that we don't have a movie together so you have to tell I, us wh what is it that what are we doing wrong you know what it i think it is to be honest with you and you know you've been in the industry as long as me they never pair two women that do i mean milf roles they will never pair us together which i don't understand why like why can't two milfs or two cougars go after the pool boy <laughs> i don't understand it i feel like we've paid our dues 100 percent. and beginning in of, of our industry well of our career we didn't have all this social media uh, we had we had i had my space i got in the business in 2006 we had MySpace. I had a top eight. And then I feel like the girls that are getting in now, I don't want to say they have it easy, but I mean, they have Instagram, they have Twitter. I mean, they have everything. I'm like, this is easy for you. We didn't have any of that. <laughs> I was always letting um, our fans know that in order to stay successful, you have to build your audience. You, you can't be a star. You can't be a starfish and just let things happen to you. How did Rochelle Ryan come to life? That this character. Um, so I started off. I was a house dancer at my local club, the Paper Moon in Richmond, Virginia, and the club that I worked at. They had all the big headliners. They had Gina Lynn. I know you remember her. Um, they had tons of like porn stars that would come in and headline, and I was just. I was starstruck. I was like, wow, like they're pretty much a rock star without a guitar. And I wanted to be that. And I grew this fascination with the adult film industry, not necessarily like I just wanted to get glammed up and get paid to have sex with hot men. I didn't know anything, Bridget. Like I didn't know how much we got paid. I didn't know. I was clueless. So I started doing all my research and I was like, I got to go to LA. And I met with a few different agents and next thing I knew, I was moving out to L.A. July of actually in June, I moved out. Moved I can't out. believe you remember that. Oh, I, I did my first scene on my 21st birthday. <laughs> like, and um, yeah, I just kind of I got an agent 
And then it was just, you know, once you get out to LA, it's just off to the races. They just, you're just running right into the dick. (laughs) The agents, they just start putting you into work and you're just running into the cock. And um, so your first scene was a boy girl. Yeah, it was a boy girl scene. Um, It was for this website, uh, see her squirt. It's no longer around. And I remember I was like, oh my God, I don't know how to squirt. And they're like, oh, don't worry. Like we fake it in porn. And I was like, I mean, I was so clueless. I mean, I was with like six guys before I got into porn. I was very clueless. And um, so the scene went great. And then it was just off to the races after that. I mean, you know, back then in 2006, there was so many companies, so many campsites. I mean, you know, way, you know, then when everything happened in 2010 and everybody just kind of started to trickle and fall off. Um, <laughs> but um, but when, fun. when, when we go back to like, now I'm doing the math and it's a blonde thing. I'm <laughs> using my hands and my feet, but this is after Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian came out with their, you know, one-off DVDs, which I think exploded adult industry yeah. to where our generation got a really good sort of segue into it because so many companies like Vivid were available yep. and uh, Red Light. Yes, Red Light District. <laughs> Man, damn. I used to shoot for All them the- like, I felt like I was at their office every single day shooting for them, like my first year in the business. And what, what fans will think about porn valley is so different from what it really is and when we say we go to the office we're literally going into an office there's no casting couch nope (laughs) none of that i mean there may be some like you know some secret shady ones or something but nothing that we went through and that is a perfect segue into what i want always to relate to uh, listeners of this particular podcast, because we can get perspectives from mainstream, which a lot of us are having. Like we, I, uh, I'm loving, you know, seeing so many podcasters and so many hosts and all this stuff, you know, talking to so many of the girls in the industry. But at the end of the day, now, this is just girl talk. If that first scene would have been complete shit would you have continued or would you just said fuck it i'm out of here i'm going to mcdonald's (laughs) i think even back then when i first got into the business i started dancing at 17 right before my 18th birthday and i was kind of used to dealing with awkward men or dickhead club owners or club managers that have an ego and think, you know, they can like boss me around. And I, I never tolerated any of that. And even going into like my first scene in the business, I was like, who's the male talent? Who am I going to work with? I want to talk to him. I want to get in his head and just kind of feel him out. Um, I didn't know who the director was, but I just kind of showed up on set just bubbly, good attitude. I showed up early with everything they needed for wardrobe and everything. And I think I would have been prepared. I mean, everybody was cool. It was a super chill set. It was just the director. He was right. also stills and the makeup artist. Um, I mean, looking back on that, I probably would have been a little more stern with the makeup artist. <laughs> oh, um, 
How come? You know, I mean, it's like, you know how it is. I feel like even now, like, I always get the same makeup artist and they know my face. But back then it was like, I didn't get my makeup done maybe like a few times. But um, I, I just, I didn't know what to tell her. I was kind of like, oh God, I'm just going to let her do whatever. So I might've been a little more stern with the makeup girl. Like, hey, like, you know, glam me up a little more. I couldn't look like a cougar or anything like that. I had to look like the wholesome girl next door. Now, you're on social media. We get to see a lot of your um, escapades. <laughs> yes. Which are thrilling to look at. Let me just say, because I'm exhausted just to read it. But you are, you are out there doing the damn thing. And the demographic nowadays, which is a little bit different from when we started, because yes. when we started as we are in the club scene, et cetera, I think it was a little bit older. I was going after the golf daddies, like all the guys that were going out golfing during the day. I'm like, that's who I want. Like the older, the better. Girl, the last time I went to a uh, golf uh, tournament, I was standing in the front and everyone thought I was one of their mistresses. The uh, tournament people were like, um, who is she fucking on there? And they all assumed it was him. It was a big thing. I was escorted oh. out of there. Like, <laughs> out. I was like, oh my God, if you guys can't handle this, never mind. Back to the Lakers. <laughs> yep. You know, there's this huge, um, I, somebody sent it to me. There was this rumor going around that I worked recent saying that I recently worked a charity golf uh, fundraiser for the Trump campaign. And I was like, I definitely didn't. This is just all clickbait. I said, I wish I said, <laughs> I yeah. I said but it's definitely not true. I said, that is definitely clickbait. It's just, it's crazy. You got to love the rumors, especially for us I because mainstream audiences aren't very aware of this industry they're getting the idea but as we are developing and as milfs and you know award winners and you know nominated congratulations on nominations thank for you. congrats to yours as well thank you this year's award season i think that as we are developing and you are such a facet of this industry like you have your stance you have your presence you know, you don't take any shit from anyone. That is why this industry and this um, sort of um, adult playground, I'd say treat us differently because we don't take shit from anyone. And that is where this MILF dominating personality comes so naturally to us, even though we don't have kids. Yes. Right. I love it. I'm enjoying it. Like I love, I love being labeled as a MILF, as a cougar. I mean, when they first started trying to put me in MILF movies, 28 years old, and the director, it was for a Jules Jordan video. And shout got, out Jules. Yes, I love Jules. And love I got that and they were like, You are way too young to be playing a MILF. Like Jules wants it where if you're gonna do a MILF movie, you have to be at least 35. And um I was like, okay, so I think when I was about 32 is when I really started getting into the role. And it was a new sensations film with Lucas Frost. And it was cool because he really kind of let me 
get into the role. I love. He's great. He's my favorite performer. I he he joked with me one time. He was like, "You need to be my agent because I was requesting him for all my scenes, and they were booking me with him." And I was like, "Your your porn husband." He is. And, um, you know, it was cool. He really let me get into the character and the role. And and at the time, I was also dating a guy who was 10 years younger than me, which they say if you're a cougar, you're going after men that are 10 years younger than you. So I was dating a guy who was 10 years younger than me. I was shooting with Lucas Frost for, like, my first real, like, milf role. And there it just all place, and I just fell in love with it. And here we are. Mm. Now, with with the male performers, as a, and I'm just, I won't say cougar, I'm going to say MILF, because it just doesn't roll off my tongue for you. You're you're so beautifully young, and it's just, I know, I know, but. As, we got the same Botox lady who keeps me looking so young. <laughs> I can't move. When you mention Lucas, um, I feel that a lot of the male talent in the industry doesn't get as much love as I feel as they should because I really think that the good ones the good male talent because we also have bad male talent but the good ones are the backbone to the industry as much as our behind the scenes our PAs our lighting for a typical fan that's not aware when we are shooting it's very much director photographer Depending if it's a gonzo, depending if it's a feature, which one do you prefer? Do you prefer gonzo or do you prefer feature? Do you prefer to be in and out or do you not mind like a hearty script? I I prefer gonzo. I never feel like I'm in and out. <laughs> Even like last week I was on set for a couple of companies and they were like 10 hour, 10, 10 and a half hour days from the time I started makeup. And I was like, oh, my. Um, but, you know, I, you got to appreciate a feature script. I I really I live in Vegas, so I, we really don't have the crews out here that are doing them, so to say. I did a few back in my heyday when I lived in L.A., and they're fun. <laughs> Were you on the, on the East Coast? I was. I lived in Florida for a little bit. Um, I didn't enjoy Florida. I miss the weather, um, but as a veteran performer in the industry trying to work in Florida, it is a nightmare. Like, I couldn't wait to get out of Florida. I was like, get me really? out of here. Yeah, it's not that good. Isn't There's- it home of Bang Bus? It, it, it is home of Bang Bus. <laughs> I finally got to shoot my reverse bus because I have enough credits now in the industry, but it was... Um, it just wasn't, there's just not a lot of good veteran male performers. And as you know, being a veteran performer, I hand select the t- male talent that I want to work with. And that's because I can't work with a brand new guy that's coming into the industry for lots of reasons. One, most of these guys, and I kind of like it now, it's like, it's, I think it's cute, but a lot of the guys that are coming into the industry, they've been jerking off to me. They're like, oh my gosh, you're one of my favorites. I love you. But then they meet me on set. They're nervous. They can't get their Facts. dick hard. They're going to give a weak scene. Their dick's going to be up and down. And then when that scene comes out for Naughty America or whoever, that's going to bring my scene rating down because he just wasn't that strong. And the viewers are like, well, how is it Joe Schmo can't be, you know, hard with Rochelle Ryan? It's like, well, you don't know all the behind the scenes. <laughs> and this is a major point that I 
I I'm a big man lover. I love, love men. Cheers and yes. a shout out to our hardworking, full red blooded men of the world. I love. I love the whole um security feeling. I love the whole provider. I'm a me I'm too. an old school girl. I love it. Open the yeah. doors for me, et cetera. Yeah. And I can't imagine being a dude in real world looking at our Manuel Ferrars, our Lucas Frost yeah. of the industry and being like, oh, damn, you know, I got to do this. And it's like, well, they're good. Those are the good performers. Yeah. And that's what they're getting paid to do. Exactly. And we're lucky with yeah. our male talent that I appreciate the Isaiah Maxwell's, the Rob Piper's. Yes. Oh, you know, the, oh. oh, you know what I mean? The Kieran Lees, et cetera. These guys hold it down for us so that we can do a good job ourselves. They're yeah. gentlemen. And there has never been, in my experience, a situation where I can say, oh, God, no. And because if there is, you're on my no list. <laughs> exactly. How short <laughs> is your yes list at this moment? It's it's pretty short. Um, you know, I don't shoot that much anymore. Yep. And that's by choice. I only want to shoot about three to four times out of the month just for all the top companies, just to kind of keep my name out there. And I do enjoy being on set, the camaraderie, talking to other talent, the you know, the directors. Right. I enjoy it. Um, but I also do enjoy filming and owning my own content for my channels. And there's just something about that. It's just very rewarding to me. Absolutely. Um, I have a very selective list of like who I want to bang <laughs> and, and who I work well with. Um, you know, I mean, Cause it's, I it's more than just, it's more than just, um, especially with girl, girl scenes, girl, girl scenes. I mean, oh. do you take your cougar personality the same onto a girl, girl scene? This is for people who don't know. Or do you prefer to be more of a, and I hate to say motherly, but a stepmotherly role where it's, you know, oh, it's cute. What's your style difference between boy girl and girl girl milf cougar? I've noticed as I've gotten older that I struggle with shooting girl girl scenes and I can do it with a dominating woman where I can play the sub role. But um, I think I just struggle with girl-girl scenes because I've turned into like just like a cougar monster. Like, like I'm like sn like sniffing out fresh meat with men. Like I love men. I love. She's not kidding. I want to drown in it. So shooting with women has just been very challenging. Because don't get me wrong, I love it. I like to identify as a lipstick lesbian. Like I can admit when a woman is beautiful and I want to make out with her and play with her boobs, but I right. don't necessarily muff dive and <laughs> I'm like just give me the dick that's all I want <laughs> but well when I have in those roles it's kind of like I think it all depends on the vibe like sometimes I like to be the dominating like bitchy one because I'm good at that I'm not really soft and motherly like I don't know and you like and, that oh I love it <laughs> I love eating them alive <laughs> and this is where a male performer how can so-and-so not stay hard? Listen, when you come into the room, no pun intended there, and you're standing in front of us, much like our dating lives, let's say. I, yeah. I don't know about you, but 
it's not like I'm going to be, you know, going to a restaurant and if I chose to sit at the bar, first they'll think I'm a prostitute. Girl, I live in Vegas. That's all they think of me. That's why I go to gaming bars now. No, 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 no. No, girl, you, you're you're not giving yourself enough credit. You are a well-established. People know who you are. So when they see oh, you, they already know. <laughs> I can I can imagine walking around. You you can't in in Vegas. I mean, I can only imagine. So if they either think we're hookers or etc., men are exactly going to be like, "Hey, what's up?" They're scared shitless. It is what yeah. it is. Oh yeah. So so when that guy does come up to us and, you know, takes the bull by the horns and asks us out and then we end up dating them, they're like, "Yo, bro, how do you get her?" You know what? I said hi. <laughs> They yeah. have the confidence and it's, it's very, it's very intimidating. And I've learned that like, I, I'm very much an alpha female. I mean, I hate using that word like to describe myself, but it's, it's hard. I don't ever approach men. I'm like, you know what, if you have the balls to come to me because women, I feel that we're not looked at as equals. And the second that I step out of my feminine role and do something alpha and approach the guy and say something and he shoots me down. It's like, oof, (laughs) it's a shot to the gut. I'm like, oh boy. So I'm like, you know what? He has to make the first move. If he have the, if he has the balls to come up to me and shoot his shot, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to you. (laughs) Like yep, (laughs) (laughs) they're getting a very, very special glimpse that's very rare when you have this kind of a personality type female that's also in the top tier of industry of porn that honestly in our everyday life because we are so dominant on screen sometimes we just want someone to fucking hold us and give us a give us a you know give us that that that, uh, pat on the ass and you know say we're (laughs) You're a good girl. Good girl. You're a good girl. You're doing good. Let's go into the segment I affectionately am calling Dirty Talk, where you all are asking our girls, our guys, our guests, all the questions. Uh, Pedro asks, will you do porn anymore? So I'm going to guess from now on the, the Rochelle Ryan that we love, what can we see from you in the next immediate future as things are progressing with your career this year? Well, Uh, Oh my God. Can you believe it's already November? Oh my gosh. I can't believe that in like a week, it's going to be December 1st. Um, I'm still continuing to shoot for all the top companies. I shoot three to four times a month. Um, as well as shooting for my channels, my OnlyFans. I love being able to connect with my fans and create my own content. And I'm where can they fun. find you? Oh, OnlyFans.com backslash Rochelle Ryan. <laughs> Which, of course, link will be in the episode description. Yes, mm. link in the bio. <laughs> How terrified have we been to put link in bio on our swipe oh. up because? Oh my we'll get, God. We'll get kicked off. Girl, I don't even do it. I'm like, you know what? I mean, there are some men that need the air traffic controller to be like, hey, go here, click this. But yeah, I'm like, uh-uh. 
I wonder if they need that much direction, like with vagina. Like, oh, here. Because if you can't find our link, how are you going to find anything down there? I'm like, I like I tell guys, I'm like, all you have to do is just Google, like, Rochelle Ryan OnlyFans, and it's going to be the first link that pops up. Like, I don't understand it, but... It's uh, I don't rocket know. Rocket science. It's not rocket science. God bless. For as yeah. many catfish that you do have. Yeah, it's scary. And I, I tell men yep. all the time, I am verified on all my platforms, on Instagram, on Twitter, on OnlyFans. Like, do not get scanned. There's my one and only account. That's it. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Because we really appreciate you guys. I, I know you're just like me where we wouldn't be here without them. Amen. So we want to give the love where it's, you know, right. And thank you for showing the love to, uh, you know, Rochelle Ryan in India. Yeah. But it ain't her. Yep. Not me. Ooh. Okay. Um, ask her. Um, Travis asks, ask her if her Giants have a Super Bowl chance this year. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely not. I am a huge New York Giants fan. My fans know this. But yep. we have way too many injuries right now to even think about the Super Bowl. I just do not see it happening. I do. I, I would like to see the other New York team, the Buffalo Bills, go to the Super Bowl. I think they have a great chance. I think they have all the weapons. But um, you're giving a lot of gentlemen right now the biggest boner ever. <laughs> Seriously. All this. Thank you, God. All this. Sports talk, and now here I am. I'm like, and where's my glass of champagne? Because I know nothing. I've been trying to get into it more just because I love their uniforms, you know, the tight Astrid and all that. But amazing, and you have been into sports like forever. Yeah, I grew up um, watching sports, you know, my. My whole family, they're just, they love sports and I love it too. And it gives me I'm, something else to talk about with men when I come see them. Like, you know, even when I was a dancer at the club, I could talk to guys about basketball, about football, about boxing. And, you know, cause some of these guys, they just don't know what to say. They kind of clam up and it's just something else. <laughs> Pro tip to all new strippers out there. It's not all about the dance. Definitely not. <laughs> and without you knowing it, you you were training for where you are and were for where you're going. It, we were we were little milfs in training when we were in the strip club. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> um, we th- a lot of them want to see your feet. So oh, you know where to go to f- see those. <laughs> Yes, uh, Michael from Philly says, please shoot new porn. That wasn't a oh question, my. but he's like, please shoot new. I just had two new Naughty America scenes, like, drop within, like, like three and a half weeks. <laughs> oh, girl, we're, we're, we're going to let them know all of that. Because these are really cute, actually. Um, Dizzle Wizzle asks, if you could unfuck someone, Ooh. who would it be? Now, you don't have to say names, but... In the industry, is there someone that you would have unfucked? Oh, yeah. There's lots of them. And what would have been the reason? Um, you know what I think it is, is I didn't um, probably just seeing stuff that has come out later on about them. 
it's kind of like, whoa. You know what I mean? It just, it, yeah, just stuff that's come out about them later on. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not a good person. <laughs> Are you able to separate the... It For me, it's always um, a mantra of mine that I'm going to go by my experience. I, I don't know what... we. There's no possible way to know what's happening behind the scenes for any of us, even like with myself. No one knows because when we show up on set, we really are the professionals that we are. We show up, we do our work, and then we go home. Yeah. We're not trying to, you know, do A, B, and C, which is why respectfully we have such a wonderful reputation and yeah. I'm saying even for myself and I'm saying it for, for you because I know firsthand how people talk about you but it's because you can uh, trust you and I you put a dude in the bathroom I'm not going to try and fuck him I mean maybe we'll cup <laughs> we'll cup a feel you know I'm like alright but a little bit we don't have to we, we don't have to and there's nothing greater than for anyone in the industry to know that when I show up on set, I know Rochelle Ryan wasn't, you know, fucking 20 dudes bareback exactly. at the local club the night before. Right. I like to do my research on everyone that I work with. I mean, now I pretty much handpick all my talent, but um, yep. for that for that reason, there was actually a guy in Florida I wanted to shoot with, and I was seeing some of the stuff he was posting on his Twitter, and it was a little too, like, risky business for me and I was like yep. you know what like it's just not worth it I want to work with I mean like you said we don't know what anyone's really doing but I do have a pretty good idea what Lucas Frost is doing in his personal life <laughs> and this is with that having sort of that veteran and and when I say veteran because I mean Lucas is so young but yeah. you know the Tyler Nixons of the industry that are that are so much younger looking They'll yeah. be able to play. They're going to play, step, you know, stepsons until they're like 90. Exactly. Exactly. Even though Lucas told me he's done with like the stepson. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm looking a little too old and I don't want to shave my beard. I was like, all right, then I said, you're still my favorite 20 year old, even though you're 30 now. Sick. It makes me sick. <laughs> it make, makes me sick. I'm like, as soon as I got tits, it was like, oh, Milf, Jamal goes is the sex on set really that good? Um, <laughs> not really, and I'll tell you why. Tell um, us. So it's it, the way that I look at it is I am making a product in a multi-million dollar industry, and it's all about the viewer getting off, not necessarily me. So like when I'm at home, like, you know, when I have like, you know, one of my little cutie little 20 year olds over, like I'm having just good, like smother sex. Like they're just, they're on top of me. I'm on top of them. We're making out. It's like, it's passionate. It's just when you're on set, it's like, we're opening up, we're arching our back for the cameras. It's not necessarily about us being pleasured. It's about the viewer. We're actresses at the end of the day. And, um, you know, a lot of times I'm not eating before I come to set. I'm starving. Like, yes. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm you know, which is so funny because, um, you know, without mentioning names, but a lot of the newer generation of performers are adorable. They're so cute. But God my God, them. my God bless them. I'm like, you're hope you are so hopeful right now. Every, every time they come on set, especially like the younger ones, 
perspective, you know, girls, I'm like, you're so full of hope and aspirations. I'm going to ruin it for you. FYI. Some of these girls, when I was in Florida, they're like Uber eating like, like cheeseburgers and French fries and they're eating it before they're seen. And I'm like, I'm like this in the corner. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is me in the corner. I'm like drinking a little bit of water. So like my tummy is still nice and flat and my abs are poking out. Maybe eating some gummy bears. But I'm like, how are you going to eat a cheeseburger and fries and do sexy photos, feel sexy? Like, and they do. I don't get it. Like, and it they do. Me. The metabolism of this generation is a lot different than mine was 10 years I ago. Mean, That's for damn sure. Awesome. But you know, it's, I think, I think now, I mean, when I first started off in my twenties, um, you know, now where I'm at, I mean, I didn't think I would be here after almost 16 and a half years. And I'm just kind of like, wow, like this is what I'm going to retire from. I am going to move on to other things and still use my name. Maybe I'll write a book. You never know, but I am going to retire from it. So now I take so much pride in my scenes. And don't get me wrong. There are days, you know, on set where I do get to like, you know, when I am with Lucas Frost and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm seriously about to have an orgasm. And you know, the director's like, do it, have it. <laughs> it's a you good know? day. It's a good day. Okay at the office. But a lot of times it's, you know, you're just, you're having like, I can't get off in reverse cowgirl. Like my legs are exhausted. I'm tired. Like I'm not pile driver like- holding your nose, one leg <laughs> up, you know, ass down. I'm like, is all for I- them. Yeah, it's all yeah. for the viewer, not for us. So I'm like, you know what? I care more about your orgasm than mine. Don't don't get me wrong. I will get off. I will go home with my Hitachi and rub it out. <laughs> I'm good. Especially in the car. Listen. <laughs> You and me, girl, could be here for hours, and the questions as I'm here are still going through, just oh, so we all know. Good. I love it. So we're going to pick one more to end okay. the um, Dirty Talk segment of it all, but I, I'm i going to find a really cute one. You know what? Let's keep it, let's keep it short and sweet. Jordan asks, best way to ask you out to dinner? I do like stuff when it's through friends, like it, you know, we're meeting through other friends and they're like, Hey, I would love to take her out. Um, then I'm just kind of like, all right. And then I may creep on you a little bit, but, um, and where would you want them to take you? Oh my gosh. Probably somewhere where we could talk. I love Mayfair supper club, but like my biggest thing that drives me crazy is I hate when I cannot hear people because I get frustrated and then I'm just checked out. Like I, that's why I don't go to a lot of concerts because I can't hear shit. And I'm like, when I talk to me and I'm like, oh my God, no. What would you tell your younger self that one piece of advice that'd be like, this is the, this is the game changer. Um, probably to stop people pleasing. I feel like when I first got into the industry that I was constantly having to people please. And like, I was afraid to say no to my agent or I had to make everybody else around me happy and do this. And there was times where I was just so absolutely burnt out. I was exhausted. I, that if I needed a me day, like that, it was okay. It was okay. Like I'm human. I'm not a, I'm not a robot. I have to take a break. I had to, I had to go to Burke Williams and check out and get my nails done and just, 
not like answer the phone for everyone because I was kind of like um like a hangout girl. If my agent um wanted girls to go to whatever porn party was there, he knew that he could count on me, that I would be there, that I would show up, I would do stuff. Um and yeah, I just that I don't have to people please. And that's kind of like where I'm at now. My love, where can everyone um find you where what are the newer scenes that are coming out where would be some of the studios that they can look it out for etc um i have a couple of new naughty america scenes that just dropped um and then you can find me on all of my verified channels twitter at rochelle ryan instagram only rochelle ryan and then my only fans onlyfans.com backslash rochelle ryan <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for joining us this oh, week let's give her a big old kiss and a big old thank you to miss rochelle ryan and Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap on this week's episode of Dirty Blonde Podcast. Thank you so much to your neighborhood cougar, but my queen, Rochelle Ryan, for joining us this week. Stay tuned for not only our next guest, but also there's a lot of shit happening in this circus. It's a circus. And for all that it's worth, you are a part of it now. So till next time, stay dirty. Bye.